What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today on the show, I am sitting with the CEO and founder of Brand Rebirth, Tanika Vital Pringle. She is a rock star when it comes to brand marketing. She's done it all. She's helped a bunch of companies through consulting. She's also worked on the corporate side for many years. She's taught, she's an adjunct professor, and now she's got Brand Rebirth and Rebirth U kicked off, which is actually there to help you learn about branding, how to kickstart your brand. It's a cool little masterclass she's got. So definitely be sure to check that out. In this conversation, we get in all that. What is a brand? How is it different from marketing? What steps should you take if you need to do a rebrand? What does that look like? All of these questions are answered by Tanika. So I enjoyed this one. I think you will as well. But before we get into it, as always, this show is put on by us. You know, we're a marketing agency, Cave Social based out of LA that can help you grow online. So look, if your company's feeling stuck, you don't know how to use social media, how to create content for it, how to do paid ads, head over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us. We'd love to help you out. All right, let's sit back. Let's enjoy. And let's get into this episode. Um. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm sitting with the founder and CEO of Brand Rebirth, Tanika Vital Pringle. Tanika, how you doing? Amazing. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Now, I'm interested. I want to dive into Brand Rebirth. We talked a little bit off air about helping distinguish between, you know, what is marketing? What is branding? How do they mesh? What's the difference? But before we get into all of that, I want to hear your story. How did you find your way into you know creating brand rebirth and to getting it to where it's at today? I'm sure. Thank you for the opportunity, Jordan. So I studied international business and finance at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and I started working on Wall Street after that quite some time ago. I did sales and marketing in banking. I was on a corporate side of banking, but I really, really always wanted to study marketing. And my, my mother always said, yeah, that sounds nice, but no one has done that in the family. So you just need to get a real job. So I, I went the safe route, but I worked my way back into marketing by leaving after about almost five years on Wall Street and working for the Chase Manhattan Bank, which became JP Morgan Chase & Co. And I went to get my global MBA at Thunderbird. Um, the Global School of Management in Phoenix, Arizona. So I started focusing on international brand management with Spanish being my language there. And so after I finished graduate school, I relocated back to Houston, which is home for me, and started doing marketing and branding for an energy company called Tenaris. So that is how I started you know, officially doing marketing and branding. That was back in 2000. I worked for a number of years in software, branding and marketing, and then I started teaching. I had an opportunity to do some adjunct um, lecturing of marketing principles. And I just love teaching and I just love doing it. This is alongside my job. And then an opportunity presented itself for me to do some more marketing programs and branding. And I started Vital Creative, which is the parent company to Brand Rebirth. And I, I loved it. I did that for a number of years and got called back into the world of corporate. I went back into corporate doing global brand management at Royal Dutch Shell across many different roles, across many different countries. I My last role was the head of brand in, at Royal Dutch Shell, where I started, I developed a brand from the ground up, from start to finish. Just think about a startup, think about an entrepreneur working within a company, pursuing innovation, building a whole brand, like from core values, from purpose, from prevision, all of those types of things to launching it in multiple channels at a trade show, 
and defining the brand, developing a company manifesto, doing employer branding for a company that amounted to about 600 employees. So I, you know, basically did everything I wanted to do in branding on a corporate side and decided it was time to come full circle back to my company under a new name called Brand Rebirth. So as of 2019, I'm back. I love it. And now there are some new wrinkles in the new business. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, You've got some new some offerings. New <laughs> so the new wrinkle is that in addition to brand strategy consulting with mid-sized companies and beyond, I have developed Rebirth U, which is a virtual university for women, women um, that I call fempreneurs, business owners, or entrepreneurs, women who work within companies. You know, so this is great for a CMO who wants his, his or her team to be empowered, to understand things like what is a brand? A lot of, quite honestly, not all marketers understand branding, and but marketers need for their employees to help them build brands. And so I've developed these on-demand master classes that take, you know, my 20 plus years of experience and packages it into small micro learning experiences that are fun and they're empowering for women. So um, some of the master classes include, so really what is a brand? Brand authenticity is an amazing course. Branding and marketing symbiosis that helps you to distinguish between the two. Um, mission story making knowing how to get to a point where people are telling your story. There's a whole other suite of classes on core values and, and pre-visioning and purpose. So I love it. There's a lot of content. Now, that content, and do you think that part of this, I'm assuming if you put on your professor hat again, you're able to say, okay, I did all these things. I really enjoyed it you know, as an adjunct mm -hmm. professor. Mm -hmm. And now you can take that and make that on demand. Was that one of those like, aha moments, connect the dots where you're like, okay, I know I like this and now I can do it at scale. Yes. Yes, it was. I always actually wanted to be a teacher when I was a little girl. I'm sure I'm not the only one <laughs> speaking to my imaginary students, but I'm um, after really working with employees and doing panels and all sorts of internal brand launches. I really, really enjoyed that. I got a high out of it and I'm like, I want it to happen again and again, because I think knowledge is empowering. So Yes, I became full circle by creating the content, editing the content, sharing it um, with others to really, really help them. Because I find that the top four, when you look at Forbes' top 100 brands, you rarely find any women who run any of these brands or have founded these companies. And I want us to get closer to getting on that list or creating our own. But ultimately, I want us to be empowered. Rebirth U has a purpose of democratizing brand strategy principles for women-owned businesses and beyond. So this is my legacy. I love it. I think too, it's one of these things where marketers so infrequently actually study marketing or study brand or like, I, like I didn't go to school for it. And honestly, I'd say two thirds of the CMOs and execs we have on the show didn't mm -hmm. go to school for it. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to this point where I want to get a spot at the C-suite and get a seat at the table, how do I make sure I have, you know, even myself, I think about this, like the foundational elements of marketing, of brand, of understanding, okay, how do I take some of those things that maybe would have been taught if I went and got my MBA, et cetera, that I will really help and be another tool on my tool belt. So I love when I hear that you're like, you put out this content and you're able to democratize it because it is needed in the space. I think a lot of people you know, you even said, have a hard time distinguishing between marketing and branding. And I do want to kind of open up that floor a bit. Mm -hmm. What do you think for someone who's listening to this, who is either a brand marketer or just a pure, hey, digital marketer living in the spreadsheets? Like, where do you, 
yeah, how do you help them distinguish or where, where do you see the distinction between really the two job functions? Sure, sure. So as I always share with my rebirthers, my, my virtual students, I, say, I let them know that a brand consists of vivid, vivid intangible associates, uh, associations that exist in one's mind and their heart about a product or service. It's something that sits in your mind. It's about attributes. If I say cave, there should be some associations, you know, about your brand or a consumer product. You know, the popular one is, you know, Apple versus Android. And that generates so much emotion about simple, sleek versus, you know, bulky or cheap or whatnot. You can fill in the blank as to which brand I might be referring to. Whereas, you know, so that's brand. It's intangible. It sits, it lives in your head. Marketing is actually the act or business of like promoting, you know, this product or service. It's kind of like, you're Jordan Shelton. You are, and you will always be Jordan. That's not going to change who you are, where you're from, you know, your core values, your beliefs. But you need some market cave or Jordan. You may think of a different way to promote or extend reach for your particular brand, and put, and you might position it in a different channel on social or you know, our traditional, you know, print, you know, media or out of home, OH. But those are marketing campaigns have a, you know, a purpose and end to it. Branding is about being and marketing is about doing. And most companies, large or small, jump to the doing. <laughs> you know, I have a company, let me start promoting. But at some point, they have to come back to what, who am I? What do I stand for? And who do I want to align my brand with? And what is my brand personality so that I can communicate and speak to the right target audience? And looking at too, right, like, why are we doing this? I, I read this book and it's called The, uh, the Indefinite Game by Simon mm -hmm. Sinek. And it talks about mm -hmm. how Apple is playing the indefinite game. They're just trying to make the best design products, right? Where Microsoft is trying to just beat Apple and they're just trying to beat Apple's product and they're playing a definite game. Mm -hmm. And you end up seeing what is our brand association between those two things, right? Like I joked on Twitter the other day, Apple has got such a strong brand that it's made people mad at green text bubbles over blue ones. <laughs> And when you break it down, you're like, wait a second, if I just start removing the layers, removing the years of brand marketing they've done and great products I've used and everything, I go, it's really the color green versus the color blue, but there's like massive association or it could be a check mark versus the Adidas symbol and you have associations. And mm -hmm. I, I think that you hit the nail on the head when we need to understand that it's brand isn't only reserved for Nike and Apple. Products, no. Yeah, it's every one and every brand. There is a feeling and thought associated when, hey, if you call someone and they see your name on the caller ID, they're going to have a feeling, right? Oh my God, I haven't talked to Tanika in forever. I can't wait. Boom, let's do this. The same thing. If they see that it's like the local <laughs> power provider in your area that's calling you, you're going to be like, oh, this should be painful. <laughs> you know, those are two, two experiences. All of experiences you've had. With a product yeah. or services or service. And you want those to be positive, ideally. Uh, exactly. Now, in terms of if a brand is, I want to talk about this now. So cool. We have the foundation of what it is. It's that sentiment. Now, what about and what can I do if my company or my brand isn't living up to the vision that maybe I have for it and I need to hit reset? Mm -hmm. And I need, you know, like the brand rebirth, so to speak. What are the steps? What do I do? Do I tear it down? Do I create a new logo, everything? Do I start from scratch or do I invigorate and take that kind of entrepreneur mindset and activity to kind of recreate within an existing structure? What does that, you know, look like in most cases? 
in most cases. I mean, most cases you have to kind of like, you might need to revisit some of the, um, I guess, brand building or DNA, as I call brand DNA type things to make sure they are solid. So brand rebirth on the consulting side has developed a brand pyramid. And this pyramid, so when think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where you have the physiological sitting at the bottom and you do all of these things until you reach um, actualization. So um, actualization at the top. So with the pyramid, you start out with developing your purpose, um, your core values, and you go on to develop your prevision, which is your pre your vision statement before looking at your customers and finally getting to your brand essence. I've skipped a few things, but obviously. So when you're having some issues, a lot of times, even large companies that you know, I've worked for one of the largest ones in the world, certain departments always have to come back to, okay, what is our purpose? Who are we trying to serve? Who, what are we trying to achieve here? And then what is our vision? What's that futuristic goal that we need to look towards? When you can answer your why and people buy into what you're doing and they're not just buying it, people, you know, you will have that repeat customer experience. And sometimes you just need to go back to the drawing board, tweak that, and then use that as an opportunity to market or promote or extend that out so people will connect with what you represent and not just what you sell. Because you don't want to compete, you don't want to compete on price in any case, because then you would simply be selling a commodity. So that's the only difference, <laughs> you know. Yep. It's like those other things have meaning. Mm-hmm. So you need to go back to your why to determine, you know, why what who you are serving really to make sure that your target audience is res- is resonating um, with that. And if they aren't, then that might be a wake up call. But at least you'll know where your target audience sits and what resonates with them. There's power in that knowledge, right? To know, to say, okay, because if you if you don't even go through those exercises, you never know, like, are we actually aligned with our customers and are other customers we want? And are we putting out that correct message to try to get those people, you know, to not only become customers, but then become brand defenders and brand evangelists. Evangelists, yes, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's something that when, when we look at when we're bringing in customers, it's like, what does that experience look like past the transaction? And how do you actually turn somebody into an evangelist? Because that's where your brand is going to start to spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously if that's the the billion dollar question, but I still think it's something really to be thinking about, right? And everyone listening and like, when we put these mission statements up on a wall, do we live those? Right? Are we actually fulfilling that? Are we hiring according to the yes. core values as well? Are we bringing in the right people? That's a big one. Right <laughs> that could be a whole other podcast too about making sure that we're bringing in the the right people who represent the values and uh, are actually bringing our company forward. You know, through this century, because there's a lot of archaic companies that are hiring 25 of the same type of person for mm-hmm. one role and it's just like oh you get this mono thought a whole separate podcast we can get into <laughs> but airbnb does this really well they're hiring they hire for their values as we know the late tony shea with um zappos did this very well mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i love it those are great examples now Tanika, before i let you go let people know if they are interested in checking out rebirth you brand rebirth where should they head and then also where can they connect with you online Sure, sure. Thank you for that. So brand-rebirth.com is the website. So you'll be able to find everything there. But in terms of social, we're on LinkedIn under Brand Rebirth and Facebook under Brand Rebirth. And then on Twitter, we are under brand underscore rebirth. Like I said, LinkedIn, Twitter, (laughs) Instagram, sorry. (laughs) There's so many. But I would say um, definitely Twitter 
and um, LinkedIn and Facebook are, you know, you know, great places to find us. You can locate me at Tanika, T-A-N, as in Nancy, I-K-A, at brand-rebirth.com. And when you go into Brand Rebirth and you look under virtual learning or Rebirth U, you'll see all of the information um, just to learn. There are some um, previews for master classes, so you can just experience things ahead of time. And I also just started a new blog a few weeks ago, and all of that is on brand brand-rebirth.com. Amazing. And I will put links to all of those in the show notes. So you all who are listening can just go click and connect with Tanika and also check out Brand Rebirth. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Wonderful. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time. Um,